And welcome to the Go Social Podcast with Brian Hahn. Go Social is a relaxed and unedited conversation with marketing expert Brian Hahn. Brian's the founder of Go Social Experts and the author of multiple books, his most recent being The Facebook Formula, which you can purchase on Amazon, or stay around to the end of today's show and I'll tell you how to get a copy mailed right to your door. I'm Michael DeLon, your host for the next few minutes as we chat with online marketing expert, business owner, and author Brian Hahn. Hey, Brian, welcome back. We had a lot of fun last time. We did. I, I, it was a highlight of my day. I still, it was, it was a great episode. Well, it was. It's, it's made me think I haven't sat under the tree yet, but it's probably on my bucket list now. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the last episode uh, because we talked about fun and how important that is. Um, today, I want to talk about, you know, how do we get better? We talked last time about Olympic athletes and, and things. They didn't become Olympic athletes the first time they tried their sport, right? Correct. And many times in business and marketing, the first attempt we have at something, usually isn't our best attempt what what counsel what advice do you have for people around that topic of your first time's not your best but that's probably okay it's it's probably okay and that's that's how you get better first of all you've got to be willing to acknowledge that yeah all of us want to be great the first time we do something and just come out of the great gate and be good at it but by the way that's kind of like the story you hear of the past of how people were overnight success after only 10 years yeah. of doing something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, nobody knew about them, but when they were practicing with their smaller audiences or as they were getting better and better, but that's how they practiced and got better. So the first time you saw them might've been the thousands time they've done something or done whatever it is, be it speak, sing, any, you know, any, anyone that got famous for anything, most likely that's not the first time they've had yeah. some behind the scenes, uh, you know, Michael Jordan did not go out the first uh, and have a you know, superstar game, the very first game, and he'd never played basketball before. That's not how it went. So that's right. And overnight success is an illusion. It is an illusion. You just don't know what happened to them before all of that. Right. Um, years ago, I read I was reading something and they said, well, your first book is always your worst book. And I'm like, well, great. So your first book's not going to be very good. So I should write my first book, huh? That's right. Like, well, yes. If you don't write the first one, you're never going to have a second. So it's- that's right. Yeah, because yeah, because to me, people want to write that that New York Times bestselling book. Mm-hmm. It's like that's yeah, that'll be your fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh. Right. Yep. And that's okay. Go back and look at your favorite artist, your favorite um, either single or solo artist or group. Usually, their first. In fact, you might have to look really hard to find their first album or their second album. Yeah. Even go back to the Beatles. You know, they were playing, I can't remember what they were, they were playing like six or seven days a week, you know, four hours a day in some obscure place in Germany before and never thought, man, they were an overnight success. No, they'd already played a thousand times. You know, it's not right. that they're, uh, um, that's right. And, but you have to, you have to start, you have to do that yep. because it's, it's playing those thousand gigs that they learned their harmony that we talked about, you know, last time they learned what works, what doesn't work yep. and they got their rhythm together and all of that. Yep. And it's yep. the same in business. It's the same in marketing. That's yep. why when you have a, when you invest in a marketing strategy and it yep. quote fails, it's not a failure. It's a learning experience. It's like, okay, that didn't work. Right. And I always, I always think about this when we're talking about stuff like this, if I, um, Edison, right? The light bulb mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Thousand ways. He learned yep. a thousand ways it didn't work. I'm like, that yep. is the right attitude to have. Yep. It is the right attitude to have. And so when it goes to marketing, so with marketing, I heard a quote just recently that, that, um, and I, and I should have heard and thought of this before with marketing, you don't have one that didn't work. You just spent X amount of money to collect a whole bunch of data. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, 
And by the way, it may be cheap data. If it, if it, um, and I don't care what you spent. I mean, if your budget, you might have spent ten thousand five hundred, might have spent five hundred dollars, but you got data back that can make adjustments to what you're going to do next. The key is you got to know there is a next. Yes. This is not the one, the final, the only oh. thing that we're going to do. Edison did not stop with, with um, inventions after he invented the light bulb. He kept right. working after that. Yeah. He had all kinds of patents, right? Yep. He, and, yeah. He had all kinds of patents. Yes. And that's that's how we need to look at all kinds of things of. And it goes back, a friend of mine runs an automotive repair shop here in town, and his philosophy around marketing things is that he's got, he calls it the 70% rule. When he gets anything at 70% done, he pulls the trigger and executes, and then he figures out the other 30% and tweaks it and makes it better. He's like, I don't have time to wait. It'll never be perfect. Let's just go. So um, he's been very successful over the last 25 years, and I'm sure he's had some failures. Yeah. No. It wasn't work as well as he wanted. How's that? Yeah. He's learned a lot of things. He's done a lot of marketing, and he's he's got a lot of data. Right. So the deal is, is that when you go into something um, new, you have to know that, A, it's not going to probably work great the first time. I mean, it can, it can be a smash hit. But then, again, you go back to the one hit wonder um, songs that, you know, they have one hit, that one song that becomes this huge hit. And that defines their entire career. And they never have another hit song. Can you say minute work? <laughs> I can and, say Vegemite, and, and Vegemite sandwich, right? They had yep. like one hit, I think, but yep. Yep. they had a couple more, but that was about all they had. Okay. Yep. <laughs> the other one I was thinking about was, um, achy breaky heart Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Ray Cyrus. <laughs> I mean, he had one, like one other song, but that song is just huge. Everybody in the world knows it, but he had no other hits after that. Yeah. Um, so, wow. so I mean, sometimes the one, the having a fantastic hit actually limits your success. It does. After yeah. that. So I'm just saying, so that, so that's the case, but most of the time you're not going to have that. Right. I mean, we, we have a, we had a client we ran a campaign for did, I mean, we spent like $5,000 on ads and ran a million dollars with sales. Literally, it was just crazy how it worked. I don't know if we could duplicate that again. Not maybe, I mean, I would yeah. love to say we would try it and we've got a few other stories of that, but I mean, the numbers were just insane, um, insanely good. And, but that's not the norm. The norm is you start out and you do okay, or you get some sales and then you make tweaks from there. And sometimes you get more, sometimes you get a little less Then you go back to what worked and then you you make changes again. But everything is an iteration. Well, it's a fancy word, an iteration. Uh, You know, you make it, you you do something and you make changes. Um, So I go back to books. I wrote my first book and I think I published it in 2013. And um, it was about Facebook. So it's like way, way outdated. And it was not that good of a book. Um, you know, I got done with it. It, was, it felt so good to hold it in my hand and all that. But, you know, I, my second book was way better. You know, my sixth book was better yet. So, yeah. uh, um, but that happens with everything we do. You know, well, I'll go back to running marathons. You know, my first marathon was four hours and 35 minutes. My third marathon was three hours and 55 minutes. So, I'm, you know, I've taken off 40 minutes, almost 40 minutes of time wow. um, over a year. You know, I had I had no idea what it was, what, what, what it was like to hit 22 miles. Like I had no idea if I ran the first time. But uh, I I don't have any idea what that's like either, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Not running anyway. Um, but yeah, so, it, it, and it's it's getting over that fear of failure. I think to right. go I, there is there really there is no failure. The only failure is not trying. Correct. And the whole idea is giving yourself permission to be an amateur. See, the yeah. problem is, is that, is that people a lot of times will say, well, I can't try that because I may not do it as well. And by the way, if it's your first time, I can tell you already, you won't do it as well. It's just not going to happen. Um, but 
if you don't start, you can't get better at it. So are you willing to be, be an amateur, to try, to fail? And boy, that's good right there. I love that. Give yourself the permission to be an amateur yep. at, at something, meaning all right, right. we have a lot of clients. You and I both have clients. Yep. So let's take a financial advisor. They're a financial advisor. They need to be an expert there. But right. if they're trying to market their business, they're probably not an expert in marketing. They should get themselves to be an amateur in marketing to learn. Correct. And be an expert at financial advising, right? Correct. Yes, they need to be an expert at their core, at their core comp, at their what they're selling to people. They should be an expert at that. Yeah. They should not be. Uh, um, uh, yeah, but but you can find just like you said, the uh, Olympics. Those guys are they used to be amateurs. They all had coaches, right? They all had coaches to help them get better. You could get a marketing coach if you want to do it yourself. Get a marketing coach. Brian has a coaching program. I've got a coaching program, right? Um, but be an amateur, and that's okay. And if you if you take that perspective to go, well, I'm going to. I'm going to work at this. I'm going to get better. I may never be a professional, but I'll be an, an Olympic amateur at marketing and an yep. expert at financial advising or something. Yes. And by the way, like we talked about, uh, being an Olympic um, a ca- caliber is pretty darn good. <laughs> That's not, yeah. Nothing to sneeze at. You might get on the box of Wheaties or something. You, know? so you might get on a box of Wheaties or something. Yes, yes. Um, for that. And, and that's the permission. The problem is that business owners, especially business owners, because everybody looks to them to have the solution. Yeah. Now that's the problem of being the owner is that you get all the problems that nobody else could solve. Not that yeah. there's five in your team or hundred in your team, but however many there are, you get the, you know, when nobody else can solve it, it comes to you. Yes. So you don't want to look like an amateur when you're, but. But, but that should be your is, core competency, hopefully. Yes. But outside of your core competency, if you actually are willing to show that you are an amateur, you're actually going to get more respect from your team and all of your people to show that you're willing to go out and try new things. Totally. And, and when, when you tell your teammates or, or even a prospect, you know, I don't know, that's outside of my, my wheel, mm-hmm. my wheel. That's okay. But I'll go find it. I'll go find yep. somebody. I'll go help. I'll yep. go figure it out. Yep. Cause you can't, you can't be a pro at everything, right? Nope. Nope. You can't be. And you're going to, by the way, you're going to have more fun in your life. If you give yourself permission to be an amateur. Yeah. Um, with it, just because of the fact that as you grow, because it brings back different possibilities to you than you would have had any other way. Um, it, it exposes you to different ways of thinking. It exposes your mind, your body to different um, stimulus, I guess. And sometimes they'll come and you, you'll use that in your existing business. I like it. There, there's so much here. You, you could, you could write a book on this, Brian. And because you've written so many books, it'd be a really good book. But it's, it's the, the, it's, it's just a neat concept to give yourself the permission to be an amateur. Yep. To go, okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to trip. I'm going to learn a lot. Yep. But I'm going to learn a lot. And yep. you know what? I'm going to get better. Yep. And we're going to get better. And come with me. And, yep. and we have fun doing it. Yeah. You know, by the way, one of the other first time things that you ever, is you ever say is that when the first time somebody asks you if you want to lead prayer and you haven't prayed, if you're with a group of people and then you have not prayed publicly before, that is another first time thing that's, uh, or speaking, doing a speech, impromptu speech on the spur of the moment is another thing. But by the way, after you've done it for a while, not a big deal, not a big deal at all on either of those fronts. And so how do you start? You practice. And you yep. practice in your room and yep. then you start going out into other places and um, you give yourself permission to be an amateur and yep. you get better. And the you more get better. You do 
And you have fun while you're doing it. And you have fun while you're doing it. That's right, because there's no condemnation, right? There's no expectation. In fact, when you give yourself permission to be an amateur in something new, your expectation needs to be really low. Yes. <laughs> really low. And then you succeed all the time, and then it's yeah. fun. Then you celebrate, yeah. and you go get Dairy Queen. It's like, yes. <laughs> we like that. Yeah, but that no, that's just a great concept of uh, giving yourself permission to be amateur. That that would be a great blog post and podcast. Oh, it is a podcast. So um, that's really cool. I like that. And if you're an amateur in marketing and online marketing, and you need a pro and a coach, reach out to Brian at Go Social Experts. Yes, because that's his sweet spot. That's where he's a pro. Um, and he can help you. But I love that idea. Give yourself permission to be an amateur, Brian. That's what we're going to title that one. It's going to, uh, that resonates with me. I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. Great job. Good concept. Super. All right. Well, I hope you have an enjoyable rest of your week and um, go practice running, I guess, and, and get your time down, but have some fun in whatever you do, my friend. I will have fun. You too, Michael. Thank you. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Social media marketing should be part of your overall business growth plan. Brian Hahn can help you gain more prospects and clients without wasting your time or money on hit or miss tactics. There's a gold mine waiting for you online if you know where to find it. That's what Brian and his team can help you with. You can reach out to Brian at GoSocialExperts.com. And if you'd like for Brian to mail you a copy of his book, just go to his website, GoSocialExperts.com forward slash book. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so each new episode will be sent to you automatically when it's released. Have a terrific day.